0: Hey, I'm Alan Hunter. You're listening on the Pantheon Network. 92% Buttons. You're
2: not recording us yet, are you? Oh, yeah. All right.
0: See? See, look. It's working. by magic.
2: It is magic. You know why it's magic? It's magical because it's Father's Day.
0: What? Okay. So we're getting right into it. But,
2: well, I'm just... You're just
0: diving right in.
2: I'm preparing, I'm mentally preparing our audience that this episode will be a special Father's Day episode in honor of dads everywhere. <laughs>
0: just going to talk about one song an hour and a half
2: no you i know you have some good dad songs i guess so. because you are a good dad yes and uh, you love music and i assume that since mother's day was a big you know we, you did some good mom music stuff you have some great dad stuff i'm assuming
0: <laughs> indeed i do yeah of course so welcome
2: to what difference does it make
0: yes indeed hey how's it going hey dave uh yeah so uh happy Father's day do you do any uh, what what do you do for your father or your uh or my your husband who's a father yeah my my RE. The family what does the family do on father's day
2: we do i think we do a lot of eating because both my re and my dad like to eat is it so uh brent's we probably won't do Brent's this year. it has been Brent's many times in the past but uh i I leave it to them and you know my dad always says whatever whatever your r e wants uh-huh. 50s and call him that. So I don't know. I'll have to. I'll have to consult them. It is. We're, we're gonna.
0: It's here already. Let's get started. Yeah, right.
2: Come on. You're right. <laughs> you gotta get let, on. Let the me box. text them and find out. You
0: gotta prepare.
2: <laughs> what are you doing? Are you consulting the infatuation for a Father's Day meal?
0: I consult uh, my wife and my family, and they take me to a place that uh, is appropriate for everybody.
2: So, for example.
0: I. I don't know.
2: Do you do it with your dad or do you do one oh, yeah. separate you and then
0: Yeah, my dad will be there and we'll eat food and <laughs> we will talk and we will laugh and and that will be uh that will be Father's our Day. Father's Day.
2: How do these how do these these holidays get to be about eating? All about eating. Well it's all about eating. You know that. Everything is always about eating, I know.
0: It's like well what was the Jewish thing? It's like we were oppressed, we got free, let's celebrate, let's eat. <laughs>
2: Well, that makes something sense. Like that.
0: Yeah, it always ends with yeah. "let's eat." Yeah. You know, funeral. It doesn't matter what it is. Funeral. Yes. Let's eat. It's true. We're sad. Let's eat. Yeah,
2: so you so, looked like you were going to say something. What were you gonna? Were you gonna? <laughs> I wasn't
0: gonna say anything. I have no idea what uh, Father's Day will bring, but I'm sure it'll bring uh, some some good times. Lots so of happiness. Usually we end up at the beach.
2: Ah, oh, it's a very good place to celebrate Father's Day.
0: It is June. It's summertime. Yeah. Summertime will be uh, officially like five days away, or something like that. That's yeah, so, June twentieth.
2: Hopefully not June gloom.
0: It will be June gloom, but we, uh, because of, uh, you know, my dad wakes up early, so we have to, uh, (laughs) to, we have to get moving early so we can, let's get here so we can leave.
2: So you could fit two meals in, probably. If he gets up early, Mm -hmm. you could do a, you could do Father's Day brunch and then you could do Father's Day.
0: That is usually what happens. Yeah, Yeah. we will eat, we'll pack everything up. We'll separate and go our different ways, and then uh, we'll come home and like, what's what's to eat? And eat then again. like, oh, okay, let's have <laughs> we got leftovers? Let's have some more.
2: Happy Father's Day! Well, thank you. I Karen, hope you eat something good.
0: I, I do.
2: and some Dude. dessert, some dessert because
0: sure, you know it's always, oh, yes, always gotta be chocolate or something. Yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to it always. Good. Father's well. Day, is, I and I always wear the same shirt, which uh, my wife made when the kids were young. She put this iron-on um, decal of the kids. I think they're on the, uh, the teacups or, or at Disneyland. Um, but she put it on um, – she, she ironed on the decal backwards. So it's still – it's backward. I can only see it when I look in the mirror so <laughs> I, the way it's supposed to look. But I still have it to this day, of course. So I always wear it. I always put that on.
2: That's so cute. But how do you tell if the picture is backwards?
0: It's uh, they're like words are backwards. It's just, it's oh, there are cl- words on it. It's clearly backwards. Okay.
2: That's or, great. Or, that's okay. brilliant. You probably did it on purpose.
0: Of course, because it's only for me and I can only see it in the mirror. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so that's, uh, I have, I've got, yeah, I've got two shirts. I got that shirt and a Dodgers 94, like most, most valuable dad shirt from, that says 94, which is funny. And actually in 94, that was the strike year, <laughs> So. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't the best year for baseball, but uh, but I still have that shirt to this day. But you'll always remember. And I'll always remember that. Yeah, yeah so I kind of uh, I alternate the Father's Day shirts on that day
2: morning and afternoon. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> I morning, love
0: it. One for the beach and one for uh, eating afterwards.
2: One for the big celebration, the big fancy celebration.
0: Big, yes. Yeah. Never a big fancy celebration. Yeah. It's very simple.
2: Yeah, that's not what dads require.
0: <laughs> not at all. All right. Um, well, let's talk dads and uh, Father's Day and music. And um, you're Don't covering look. up. I can't see. I'm, it's so far away. I can't see your writing.
2: Okay. Well, since you're the dad, you're going to start this week.
0: I'm starting off this week. Yeah.
2: Because I only have a dad.
0: All right. Well,
2: I mean, um, I, I have a dad, but you are a dad, and you have a dad, so therefore, you get to go first.
0: It's funny, and that's most of these songs. As I was looking at, a lot of them have to do with comedy. Because my dad kind of shaped my weird sense of humor. So
2: his humor, your humor is like his.
0: Yes. Things that he found funny, you know, I gravitated towards. Uh, yeah. And that, that kind of like set the, Ooh, <laughs> had the roots it. planted for, for future. Uh, yeah. For my future of what uh, what I find uh, appealing, which right. is often weird and askew. Yes. Yeah, quirky stuff.
2: All right, take it away. let's
0: hear what song won uh, well, the funny thing is if I said this song to my dad, he probably wouldn't recognize the title or the name of the artist, but we used to as I think I've mentioned to you, we listened to country radio back in the seventies mm-hmm. my my parents loved country radio, and so we listened to the country radio station um k uh it probably was it's was probably a, yeah, it was probably yeah. a m yeah. yeah yeah, it must
2: have been all
0: right yeah so um
2: i'm so curious what's the song
0: (laughs) (laughs) So tying together comedy and country music there was this one song um the artist is david allen cole and the song is called you never called me by my name and my dad will is probably going i don't remember this song but you're
2: attributing it to him
0: for sure and uh, it was from 1975 and written by steve goodman he wrote the city of new orleans i think you know that song uh, I think it was also written co-written by uh, by John Prine. You probably know him. Oh. Yeah, Angels of Montgomery, okay. Sam Stone, stuff like that. Uh, this hit number eight on the country charts. The reason it's so memorable is David Allen Cole does sings this song. It's kind of like a, an ode to um, uh, to Waylon Jennings, and, and just he's kind of an outlaw, and he's an outlier in Nashville. He's not very happy with the Nashville scene. The song kind of touches on that. In the uh, the first few verses Then he speaks this uh, the second part
3: Well a friend of mine named Steve Goodman wrote that song And he told me it was the perfect country and western song I wrote him back a letter and I told him it was not the perfect country and western song Because he hadn't said anything at all about mama Or trains Or trucks Or prison Or getting drunk Well, he sat down and wrote another verse to the song and he sent it to me And after reading it, I realized that my friend had written the perfect country and western song And I felt obliged to include it on this album The last verse goes like this here Well, I was drunk the day my mom got out of prison And I went to pick her up in the rain, but before I could get to the station in the pickup truck, she got
2: Good. So, very clever. Very funny. I can see why he might like
0: that. Yeah. So anyway, that was a song that whenever it came up, my dad just went nuts. And of course, that I picked up on that. I'm like, oh, there's, there's something here. My dad likes this. This is funny. <laughs> you know, to my uh, nine-year-old brain, this is okay. <laughs> this so, is a thing. <laughs> did you get
2: the lyrics of the song, or was it more funny just to hear your dad laughing?
0: I, a little of both. I think. Well, initially, of course, it was my dad. Just laughing about this song. And then, you know, and I think I eventually picked up on, like, okay, being drunk going to prison. This is a country song. Yes. I mean, we had heard a lot of, you know, my parents listen to country a lot. Yeah. So I, I was kind of learning about what a, what makes a country and Western song. Mm-hmm. And of course, this was yes. something that was very helpful. Those have all the elements. That's yes. a,
2: that's like the blueprint to writing a country song.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, it is. So, uh, yeah. So shout out to David Allen Cole and, Steve Goodman and John Prine, who put this song together, and helped shape up my shape my my uh, outlook on on comedy and I music. Love it. All right, what do you what else you got? <laughs> what do you got? What what's your first song?
2: Well, as you know, my parents, both my parents, it sometimes it's hard to separate because their love of music and they always they love a lot of the same music. So, uh, attributing songs to my mom and attributing to the my to my dad, there's sort of a a you know a fine line, a blurred line, I should say. This is the very first song that came to that jumped to my mind when we decided we were going to do Father's Day. This is uh, Kenny Rogers' "The Gambler."
0: Oh, nice!
2: Yes, because my dad is a gambler, mm-hmm. and he loves Kenny Rogers, and he loves songs that tell you know. As we've talked about, you know, we talked about Gordon Lightfoot and, and mm-hmm. artists that tell stories, and Kenny Rogers tells a great story for sure. And the song just uh, <sighs> not a sad song in any way. But this song is so powerful. When I hear it now, I and I have it on a lot of my own playlists because mm-hmm. I, I love the song myself. I'm pretty sure I love it as a standalone song and not just because my dad loves it. It actually sometimes I get teary-eyed listening to it, whether it's the, the remembering it from my childhood or I'm not sure what it is. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a very uh, it's sentimental. Yeah. But it's a great song. It's a you know the song. Of you course, know the, yeah. yeah.
3: Every gambler knows. But the secret to surviving Is knowing what to throw away Knowing what to keep Cause every hand's a winner And every hand's a loser And the best that you can hope for Is to die in your sleep And when he finished speaking He turned back toward the window Crushed out his cigarette Faded off to sleep And somewhere in the darkness The gambler he broke even But in his final words I found an ace that I could keep You got to know when to hold up, Know when to fold up, Know when to walk away And know when to run You never count your money When you're sitting at the table be time to count the story's great it's from
2: 1978 by the way from uh, from the gambler and it got to number 16 here which is really nice to hear i didn't you know
0: well yeah again in this i mean that was dolly parton kenny rogers yeah that you know these these country artists were crossing over and yep. these were it was huge country yeah. was huge back then and well it's still huge kenny rogers uh songs are, are are brilliant and and this yeah it still it still holds up today i think
2: it does this song actually won he won a grammy for best male country vocal performance and the the writer of the song don schlitz he won for the best country song uh, kenny rogers <laughs> which i did not know this performed it on uh an episode of the muppet show of course mm-hmm.
0: does your dad still play
2: my dad gambles yeah, does he is he a gambler? Yeah, yeah. yeah he, I mean, we go to Vegas together. He and I do. Is he a big time Because
0: my dad, he has a weekly poker game. Mm. Maybe once or twice a week he plays. Really? Yes, but it's small, small stakes. So he will say, "Hey, I, I won three big ones today."
2: Meaning three dollars?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, of course, I always say, "What, three hundred bucks? You lost three hundred bucks? You won three hundred bucks? That's great." Yeah, and no, uh, it's just,
2: it's fun. I mean, he's yeah. not high, you know, super high stakes. And he doesn't play, he doesn't have a regular card game anymore. He did when I was younger, but he loves Vegas. He plays, you All know, right. we played we... poker machines, blackjack, roulette, horses. Is he bets right? on horses at home. Yeah, yes. you, Give me another one. Let me, let me, let me in a little more about your dad.
0: All right. Well, we're talking Vegas. Oh, uh, <laughs> <I get laughs> well, a connection dad, here. A little bit. Well, this is what my, uh, my dad loves Pat's Domino. He introduced. I, I think I had mentioned some like oh, I hate the start of the. You know, probably same age. Eight and I like. Oh, I hate the start of the week. You know, I gotta gotta go to school. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, Oh, if I got a song for you, and he played. He like went to his. I think he actually he he bought uh, this Fat Domino Greatest Hits and played me Blue Monday. Oh. Like, yeah, that's that's you. You got it's Blue Monday. You have a Blue. A <laughs> Fat Domino. Yes, not the new orders.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> blue Monday i In-
0: told me once that I think it, we used to go to when we were kids uh when I was a kid and you know my, of course my sister we're, were young my parents took us out to Vegas all the time and just kind of left us in the room while or either in the room or or somewhere else like you know like the this you know like a playroom at the hotel
2: didn't you get it we got a roll of t- a ten dollar roll of quarters to play at circus circus while they went off gambling
0: yeah that happened a lot yeah but I think my day I don't know how late we were I mean i I actually, I remember one time we, I think we were out like till like in this playroom at, at the, at a hotel for, till like three or four in the morning or something like that. They, it was just it's just crazy. It's 24 hour city, Vegas. It is. But I think my dad left us in the room once because he wanted to see Fats Domino and he had like a, he had like a three thirty in the morning show or something like that. You know, back in There's the no 70s. There's no clocks in
2: Vegas. There's no, no clocks, no sense of time. I
0: don't think they do this anymore. Maybe they do, but you know, like have no. like a like a 330 show. Mm-mm. Yeah, cuz I know Elvis used to do that too. Then that, that must've been like I think in the 60s or 70s like, you know. Yeah. I think he went by himself if I remember correct cuz my, my mom was sleeping. He's like, I have to see Fats Domino. And he That's he, awesome. So he went to go see Fats Domino. Fats Domino, at, at some place in Vegas, you know, it was the, the Stardust or the Sands We or used whatever. to stay there
2: too at the Stardust.
0: <laughs> Who knows. I think yeah, his favorite hotel was the Sands. and We used to go. To go it's Like there. Sammy
2: Davis Jr. And, oh, yeah, totally. Yeah.
0: I think I still have a uh, a coaster of like the Rat Pack in front of Sands Hotel. Not but, an you know. ashtray
2: stolen from the room?
0: No. <laughs> but that was the hotel we always went to. The Sands. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Because of him, I know Fats Domino, you know, when Cheap Trick did, ain't that a shame? I knew, yeah. of course, that's a Fats Domino song. I was so I became, ahead of your time. I, I was aware of, uh, of the Fat Man. It has a huge influence on my dad, and he loves yeah. that. That's, you know, it's. Bluesy, it's Cajun, it's New fun. Orleans, fifties rock and roll, yeah, good stuff. So there you Should go. Should
2: have taken you to go, taking you with him
0: I yes, I I will. Uh, my dad's riddled with guilt. If I told him that, he would say, "Oh, <laughs> sorry." He I just, never did that. We'll I'm have to sorry. Now. I never took you to see Fats. <laughs> All right, handing the ball off to you.
2: All right, my parents were huge Eagles fans. Yes. And I'm attributing different songs to them, even though the the taste is this, you know, the same the eagles or the eagles. but there are there actually is a particular song that reminds me of my dad, and it's the last resort
0: from Hotel California. Yes, yes. yes. the last song. yes, okay. It is
2: you know the song. you know what the song is about. my my dad, yeah. my parents were big on lyrics, yes, which you know I'm not. yeah, I love lyric. I love and, I, and appreciate lyrics, but mm-hmm. it's not the first thing I hear when I listen to a song. But do you know what the last resort is about?
0: please do tell
2: <laughs> people from the eastern United States ruined the West early on. they killed the Native Americans, and the more West America goes, the more commercial it gets that's a That's a quote. I mean this is a Don Henley quote, but it was really about the killing off of the of the Native Americans. I did not know that when I was grown, when you know when I was young, and I heard this song. this song is from hotel California was nineteen seventy six yes, so I wasn't really aware at the time, but as we got older and we discuss music more, mm-hmm. and my dad's a he, my dad's a history buff. Anyway, okay, so um, that's
0: what that's what his why I yeah to why this
2: song yeah I mean he loves the Eagles period, but this song I associate with him because mm-hmm. he sort of taught me taught me help teach me a history lesson history buff yeah I cry a lot, which you probably know I cry a lot, but this song is actually I mean, his song is sad I've, in itself.
0: I picked up on that
2: <laughs> more emotional
3: the chilly winds blew down across the desert through the canyons of the coast to the Malibu where the pretty
2: Actually, Don Henley says it's one of his – this was, in, in, of course, an 87 interview. So it was a long time ago and he's written a lot of music since then. But he said it's still one of his favorite songs. He says because he cares more about the environment than about writing songs about drugs or love affairs or excesses of any kind. The gist of the song is that when we find something good, we destroy it by our presence, by the very fact that man is the only animal on earth that is capable of destroying his environment. The environment is the reason I got into politics so to try and do something about what I saw as the complete destruction of most of the resources that we have left, that we have mortgaged our future for gain and greed. Boy, that sounds like Don Henley.
0: <laughs> it does indeed.
2: So there we go. Right, so, so the last resort. The, so wh-
0: the last resort, yes, means a lot.
2: It does. So uh, what, do, what do you have? You're, you're pretty varied. Your dad bit. is pretty varied.
0: All right. So there's this game that's going on Twitter right now of um, one concert I did not see. Let me set it up this way. Here's something you might not know about me when I was a kid. I won a lot of radio contests.
2: <laughs> I did not know this. I
0: would listen to 64KFI and 93KHJ, and they would need the 20th caller. And I would call. The, yeah, you know, we all did that. The, yeah. yeah. 520. <laughs> KRTH. KRTH. Yeah, KRTH yeah. or uh, 60. I can't even remember what the 64KFI, whatever that one was. Um, so anyway, I would call. And of course, it all costs money, too. Mm-hmm. You know, like if they picked up the phone and said, caller 10. Toll call. 16 cents right there.
2: <laughs> yeah, but worth it depending on what you won. Yes. So, yeah. so
0: I did win a lot of con- – uh, I, I, I got to see concerts, some of my first concerts. And my dad took me to all of these shows. Whoa. Yes. So he took me to a number of shows. I'm going to – I'll list you. He took me to all of these shows except for one, and let's see if you can – if you okay. can name the, the show, I did not see, and these were all radio contests. Oh, okay, cool. so I did not see one of these bands: Seals and Crofts, Foreigner, The Carpenters, ELO, Pointer Sisters.
2: So I'm guessing you didn't win ELO tickets.
0: I don't know. You tell me. Which? What do you think? Which? No. Wh- which? Because I know you've seen ELO. Okay, so you can cross that off the list. Okay. Because I've seen ELO. Okay. Did you? You win? know that? Yes. Because yes, your re was at that show too. Yes. Foreigner. That is incorrect. My dad took me to see Foreigner's Double Vision tour.
2: Whoa! <laughs> you won those tickets at
0: the, at the Forum with Walter Egan opening up. Whoa! Yes.
2: Magnet and Steel.
0: Yes, indeed. <laughs> you remember that?
2: Okay. Well, who what was the who was first on the list?
0: Who else did I say? Uh, well, let's see. So we've uh, it's either Seals and Crofts, The Carpenters, or Pointer Sisters. One of these bands, artists I did not see. The others I saw with my dad because I won the contest carpenters that is correct i did not see the carpenters
2: oh
0: but i did see seals and croft at the the greek theater and i saw the pointer sisters at the santa monica civic i'd like to believe
2: wow okay that is so cool so okay when you win these tickets did you get did you win good seats these were
0: uh i remember we were to the side of the stage for foreigner wasn't too bad we were yeah i don't think we were that high i think it was i mean what do i know Back then, I'm just. Curious. I was like, uh, yeah. I mean, I could just, yeah. It was we were there? The uh, ELO was general admission, as was the Pointer Sisters. So we were, or, but we had. I think we remember we we're sitting. Um, sealed. I mean, they were fine seats. Okay, we did okay. That's really uh, re- cool. So mm-hmm. yeah, ELO was my fir- the first concert I went to, and I also won the tickets because my dad. This was my first contest winning. My dad said, "Yeah, Dave, if you win tickets, I will take you." Meaning, there's no chance in hell you're going to win tickets to yeah. this. And I did. You and, had the touch. And he did take me. And we lasted, I mean, we we were, we were got there early. And I think that's why my dad, let's go to the show so we can leave. You know, he was like, let's go there so we can leave immediately. <laughs> Get it over with. So we got there early and we were there for, you know, I, I don't know how long I, we were there, but like five songs into the yellow show. He's like, okay, let's go. <gasps> And so we got up and oh like okay. So we got up and left and we were we got lost in the parking lot, could not find so I got to hear most of the show in the parking lot because we couldn't find the car. Yeah. Was this
2: seventy six was this nineteen seventy six?
0: No, it was uh, the out of the blue would be seventy eight.
2: Does my RE know that these were the circumstances under which you went to that show? I don't know. That's a very I, I have yeah. no idea.
0: Yes. I, it's it's true.
2: And so, what are you going to say these days? Our kids would fight if we said yeah. to our kids, "Okay, we're leaving after five songs." Our kid would, our kids well, would probably yeah. say, "Yeah, no, like, fuck like you." I, <laughs> like
0: I've told you, my dad's riddled with guilt, so I yeah. oh, constantly remind him of these things. <laughs> Very good. Uh, so, um, yeah, so he stays to the end of Dodger games. Now, you know, whenever we go to yeah. guys like he will stay till the end. Um, yeah, he's, he's just worried about parking and getting out yeah. of the of the situation. Well, that's a dad thing. Oh, it was totally a dad thing. Yeah, but it was fun. You know, Journey opened up for that uh, that show.
2: Oh, my God. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, I got to see all of Journey, and I got to see, like, five songs of ELO. <laughs> That's a,
2: wait, so did you just pick a song for this?
0: Oh, you just uh, well, like Mr. Blue Sky. I mean, oh. you know, was just so something was ELO. from... Of, so, ELO
2: was your... Because yeah, this so reminds the, you of your dad. Yeah,
0: just Out of the Blue was the album. Yeah. Just a, a memorable experience. So. guy in uh you know some guy in the in the rows in front of us was like hey man you got any papers <laughs> my dad whispering to me do you know what he means by papers i'm like no you know i, I nodded Did yes. your dad know? well yeah my dad knew okay and i can kind of i mean i smelled this weird smoke i knew it was something different than cigarette smoking smoke but uh you know i had a vague clue <laughs> what was going on it was fun that was, uh, that was my first rock and roll experience.
2: That's an that is, and to share it with your dad. That's great. Does he, do you think he remembers it the same way as you?
0: Totally. Cause yeah, yeah we'll bring it up once in a while.
2: That's great.
0: <laughs> okay. What do you got?
2: All right. I'm doing a, a mine's a two for one.
0: Okay. You and can do is that. Funny.
2: This, you know, there's no particular stories behind, uh, behind most of my songs. They These are just songs that remind me of my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, and, or my dad. In this case, this, my dad in particular. So two songs. So my parents were Stone, Stones fans, Rolling mm-hmm. Stones. Uh, but these songs, whether it was a, a just a time in my life, and again, not knowing what these songs were about, I'm picking two songs. Mother's Little Helper, which mm-hmm. I had no idea what that was about at the time. I don't even think I knew That's until I was an adult, like way into adulthood mm-hmm. and Ruby Tuesday.
1: Oh, nice.
2: But the album my parents had was the uh, was Greatest Hits, which I also didn't know at the time. I probably didn't even know what a Greatest Hits was at the time. But Through the Past Darkly, do you know mm-hmm. that? Of course. It, and it was a shape, you know, a funky shape. It was blue. I can totally yes. picture the record, you I know, the know album. Well. And so that's what I thought these songs were from. But as it turns out, <laughs> Mother's Little Helper was from Aftermath. Oh, okay. Ruby Tuesday oh. was from Between the right. Buttons. Okay. And this was 1966 and 67. So they were putting out records like every year. At
0: the time, uh back then it was two uh, two a year. Knocking them out because songs were
2: what two minutes, yeah. two,
0: three minutes. Yeah, I mean albums, well, albums albums were yeah albums were thirty minutes long. And but yeah, they were yeah. they had to put out. Yeah, they they put out uh, in the early sixties up to like six up yeah. until Sergeant Pepper. You put out an album at least an album, maybe two a year. Yeah, because you had to keep because rock and roll was dying. And you, have, you had, you had to, keep to keep it going. You had to keep this, this engine moving along. And so the record company was, come on, pump these out.
2: Just so crazy when you think about that now, how often you could go, you know, years between artists putting out records.
0: Oh, indeed. Yeah, we records. Were, we were just talking about Vampire Weekend who hadn't put out an album in six years. Since, yeah, it's yeah. craziness. All right.
2: Yeah. So Rolling Stones will forever remind me of my parents and Mother's Little Helper. And Ruby <laughs> Tuesday, I swear to you, Mother's Little Helper, I shouldn't even be saying this in a public forum. I think, I'm, I think it might have been my RE, me, you know, belting it out once and him, you know, laughing, uh, you know, this song is about. Mm-hmm. And remember, we've known each other for 30 years. But uh, I never really paid attention. Mm-hmm. So.
1: What a drag it is getting old.
3: i Def- For the shelter of a mother's little helper and to help her her way, get her through her busy day.
0: Yeah, so I, I told you I was a, I, I won a lot of radio contests.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> On 64 KFI, uh, they had a contest where you could pick one artist and you would win their entire album catalog.
2: I even remember these contests.
0: And okay. I won and I chose the Rolling Stones.
2: Good choice. What, what? My
0: dad was upset that I did not pick the Beatles. I was like, well, oh, Rolling Stones cool. have more records. Was,
2: and that's what we're thinking of in terms of quantity.
0: Yeah, something like that. But I'm so yeah. glad I did that. You know, it, it brought me up to date. Like, I'm very familiar with the with the Rolling Stones entire catalog because of that. Do you still have them? Oh, yeah. I got them all. It was, I uh, went them up Whoa. to uh, Emotional Rescue.
2: Oh, that's amazing. Wow. Right.
0: Yes. So, oh, you yeah, have
2: the touch.
1: You have the, the
0: I, Midas touch. I, well, I was dedicated because I knew like the, the, what, time, the algorithm. When, when the, well, sort of because, I mean, they always had the contest at, at a certain time. It was like yeah. between, you know, between the 35 and 45. You know, it was like this, yes. this small little window when they always get, had the contest. So that's when I tuned in and it was always by the phone and it was always dialed. You had to dial this, this number and then you heard that there was always clicking because it was yep. long distance you and then you would wait and then you would get a busy signal and then you'd have to hang up and you know do that dial yeah. again and, yeah, so I kind of learned how to, like, the timing yeah. of it all. Well,
2: I entered them all, too. But it, the dialing, there's no accounting for the time it takes to dial and, you know.
0: Right. It was just, yeah, it's yeah. craziness. But yeah. I, I was very fortunate and I, I won a lot of well, these, congratulations. number of these contests.
2: Oh, so you're familiar with uh, Between the Buttons and Aftermath? Yes. <laughs> Not yeah. just Through the Past Darkly. Is that considered yeah. catalog since it's a... a no, but I, I,
0: I know the shape because I have that, uh, you know. It's like a hexagon that, or it's something. A, yeah, it's a hexagon. Yeah, yeah. I believe so. Yeah good that's a good record yeah they're yes, yeah, there were a lot of Is, good records but yeah i because i had so much time on my hands i could listen to all these albums and enjoy i you know listened to them numerous times and yeah. became familiar with with the entire stones catalog oh very good up to that point. yeah
2: very good hopefully now we'll be lucky enough to see the stones play
0: yes jagger's now that we dancing. know Mick
2: jaggers healthy yeah. jaggers
0: dancing around it's great yeah. that's Makes me happy. And I, I probably, now that I see that, I might want to go see them one more, one more time. Why not?
2: As long as it's not at the Rose Bowl.
0: Yeah. I did take my daughters to see the stones. We went to, uh, we saw them in San Diego. And we went to San Diego. It was like a memorial weekend. And uh, we traveled down to San Diego, spent the night there, and then um, and then saw the Stones. It was it was fun. I mean, I, my girls kind of got a kick out of it. Yeah, it's just one of those where you can kind of check that off your list.
2: Yeah, that's a good 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 call. Yeah. Did you go to a Padres game also?
0: No, we did not. No, it was just uh, yeah, it was it was a San Diego weekend centered around the Stones, and that's All right. it.
2: <laughs> All right. Well, good 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 on you for exposing them to it.
0: Paul McCartney they've seen, The Stones, and Prince. Those are the... Yep. And and actually this year, I'm going to take my dad to see Paul McCartney. Oh, yay. He's never seen Paul McCartney. Can you believe that? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh, that, you're a good son. Well, I'm trying. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we're going to the quiz deck.
0: Oh, I love the quiz deck.
2: The 1980s rock and roll quiz deck. Dave, you are going to pick. All right. It's and e- I'm going to read you a question that you will be able to answer it, just by looking at my face.
0: It's either... The pesh mode or the cure or pretenders? That seems to be what I always get.
2: The running theme.
0: All right. Here we go. All right. No cheating beforehand.
2: Well, you'd want to know which side is the question and which side is the answer.
0: The red is the question.
2: Oh, brother. Okay. Oh, fr- one sentence. I, I say thou? that. That's the running the running theme. Is I will read you one not even a full sentence and you're going to know the answer. Okay. Okay. Propelled by the number one singles, Photograph and Rock of Ages, the
0: 1983
2: (laughs) album Pyromania by...
0: By Def Leppard. (laughs) By English
2: hard rock band Def Leppard went to number two on the U.S. album charts and sold six million copies. Correct. Two years later, tragedy (laughs) struck the band. What happened?
0: What happened? Um, Someone, I believe, was he drunk? Rick Allen? Uh
2: we don't know for sure. I know we've discussed this before. We do not know. I don't know if it's confirmed. I've heard yes, but it does not.
0: Was it his left or right arm that he lost? I can't... Left arm. It was his left arm.
2: hmm
0: Yeah. So, that yeah, Rick Allen. And what, was, what year was this?
2: This was oh, 1984.
0: 1984. Yeah, right, uh, right in the thick of it.
2: God. After the success of Pyromania, Def Leppard had begun working on their next album when drummer Rick Allen lost control of his Corvette on New Year's Eve 1984. And crashed into a wall, losing his left arm in the accident. It w- in what must have been one of the most amazing comebacks in rock history. Indeed, Alan, with a lot of practice and the help of custom-designed electric and cu- of custom-designed electric drums, returned to play with the band at the 1986 Monsters of Rock festival in Donington, England. Together again, the band then recorded 1987's
0: uh, Historia, Historia, hyster- with <laughs> the Hysteria. hits.
2: Pour Some Sugar on Me and Love Uh-oh. Bites, Okay. Yeah. which became their most successful album, hitting number one on the album charts and selling over 15 million copies, which places it at number 50 on the U.S. list of best-selling albums of all time.
0: Yeah, it was inescapable.
2: You remember when it happened and the, the tragedy that it was and how awful and how...
0: Oh, it could have been a lot worse for him, uh, you know. But that Just, is incredible. But, right, to survive that and lose an arm and then you know going thinking, to have thinking, your biggest thinking everything is done is done and then but not giving up I mean that's yeah. uh it's a great story yeah craziness incredible so yeah I, and now we can uh or we've been talking about seeing them in Vegas yes I've okay b- we, back, we should back in the 80s I was not a fan of Def Leppard I you know I was not a hair metal fan at all or mm-hmm. I, I don't I guess you would call them hair metal but hair they, band, yeah yeah I mean it was it was pop metal everyone loved it and i i mean i but of course as you get older you're like these songs endure and like yeah the, these songs yeah. have something to them and so i'm now i'm now i'm intrigued and i would love to i would love to see the band
2: yeah so. actually maybe we should do that maybe we should do the tour the aerosmith def leppard janet jackson tour <laughs> okay um, I want I want to go back on that though. For I'm not sure if I would if I would call Def Leppard a hair band because they really are a rock band.
1: Yeah.
0: no, you think of uh, mm. of L. A. bands like Poison and Motley Crue. Yeah, and,
2: yeah, yeah. But but Def Leppard was a real rock. I mean, they were all real rock bands. But I wouldn't. I I don't think I would put them as no, there was in nothing, a hair
0: band. Yeah. I mean, you you think of bands that put on makeup on their faces yeah. and it was kind of a a look. And Def Leppard was not that. No, they weren't that. Yeah. They were more Aerosmith leading. Yeah, '80s Aerosmith leaning than uh, than Molly Crew leaning,
2: and Poison, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Which have their place in rock history,
0: <laughs> as they do. <laughs> we can place them in rock history. Yes, <laughs> as the dirt has. You you did see the dirt. I
2: saw the dirt. You, you should see it because you should see it. It's it's cheesy, but it was fun and a little painful to watch. In that you know because it is the history.
0: Yeah, yeah. They have a and crazy history.
2: It is. Can't well, you can't even imagine this stuff happening today. I'm I'm imagining putting this film in front of our kids, our girls. Yeah. Thinking, what the hell? How did anybody? How did anybody behave this way? I mean, the girls and the guys.
1: Yeah. Anyway.
2: <laughs> okay. There so, you go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Parting some Mother's Day uh, <laughs> advice on Father's Day. <laughs>
2: Girl Girl
0: power. power. There you go. So until then, this is Dave. This is Holly. Check you later.
1: Over and out.